I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey there, and welcome to Your Utah. I'm Taylor Powers. That is Ethan Millard, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. Today, we're going to be talking about a annual event that is huge in Salt Lake City. It's Salt Lake Comic Con, and it is one of the greatest Comic Cons in the world, (laughs) in Salt Lake City. It's quickly become legendary. Yes, yes, Legendary, for sure. Before we get there, though, Ethan did... And he went to an event that I didn't even know existed, and it's the Salmon Spawn, and it it was held at a a Strawberry Reservoir. That's right. Well, and Taylor, you've never heard of this, and until last week, I had never heard of it either. (laughs) So maybe you guys have heard of it. And and I grew up here, right? Mm -hmm. And I consider myself reasonably well-informed. But I didn't know that we had this landlocked species of salmon called the Kokanee Salmon, and they they don't... swim out to the ocean and then come back to spawn. They mm-hmm. stay here in the state in the lakes and rivers, but they do spawn upstream. And the Department of Natural Resources held an event on Saturday where you could go up and you could see these spawning salmon, just like their cousins in the Columbia Basin to the mm-hmm. north. Yeah. During the spawning season, these fish get bright red. And the males develop this huge hump on their back and these crazy crooked mouths. Have you oh, seen that? So cool. Yeah, yeah, I've seen pictures of it. It's astonishing. It's so wow. amazing. And they, they do that just during the spawn. That's so crazy. And the DNR has a facility where they uh, take part in the spawn by making sure that all the eggs are fertilized and harvested, and then some of them are taken out to other fisheries. So mm-hmm. it's a real kind of managed process. Right, now. Although right. there is some... Natural spawning occurring in the rivers and things. They, they'll they spawn thousands and thousands of fish mm-hmm. there at this facility in Strawberry Reservoir. So they had this really cool event on Saturday, and you could go up there. You could talk with these biologists who are up there, and you can hold these fish. You put on these white gloves, and they'll hand you these bright red fish. They're alive? They're yeah, alive they're when you alive. hold them? They pull them out of the water and hand Jeez. them to you. They're kind of a little bit lethargic and weird. Yeah. Like it's a weird time for these fish. <laughs> they're going through some... <laughs> some personal things. Yeah, this is well, just a lot happening, <laughs> and so they're, you know, they hand them to you and they just kind of sit there. Yeah, they don't really put up much of a fight, which I think is one of the reasons why fishing is banned during the spawn. You're not allowed to fish for salmon during mm-hmm. this period of time. Plus, also they said the meat wouldn't be very good. Huh? Yeah, I wonder what that the yeah. physiology happens there. And well, you know, you can you can imagine how how complicated things get for humans yeah like at important biological moments yeah and i guess the same thing is with sam yeah things get real weird for them (laughs) they got that big hump they got a weird mouth they turn bright red they're tired it's like they go through puberty (laughs) spawn and die so it's uh 
It's a weird time. Now, the event is, this is an annual event. It's mm-hmm. held just once a year. So you've missed out on the event. However, through the beginning of October, you can still go up and see these fish mm-hmm. because they are highly visible yeah. in the Bright red in winter. the water. So this is what I recommend you do. So you go up to Strawberry Reservoir. You take, and uh, if you're not familiar with how to get there, out of Heber, you take Highway 40, take your right to Strawberry Reservoir. As you approach the reservoir, there's going to be a right turn, and there's a visitor center. Turn right to the visitor center, and they've got a boardwalk along a portion of the Strawberry River, and there you're basically guaranteed to see spawning salmon. Cool. Bright red in the water. Mm -hmm. Extremely cool. So highly recommended. Just go see it. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Once a year event, and it's right here in your state, in your backyard. And it's totally free. Mm-hmm. And then next year, just, you know, remember to watch out for their their kind of guided tour of the spawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where you can actually go and you can see the facility they use for spawning, and you can hold one of the fish, get up close, talk to the biologist. Ah, oh, that's cool. So you brought your kids up there? Yeah, I, I yeah. did. And they yeah. all got to hold a giant salmon. <laughs> It was cool, and it was smelly, and it was fun. <laughs> cool and, and smelly. And it was outside, and it was great. Yeah, good stuff. I mean, it really was a memorable experience. I was so glad. Mm-hmm. But definitely go up and see them. Definitely go up and see them. Yeah. So. Will do. Okay. That's my contribution for today's uh, show. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit this uh, music here. We don't do this for a couple of days. It's like I'm doing it for the first time <laughs> all over again. Uh, so when we come back, Taylor's going to roll out all the details for Comic-Con. She's right. This is a must-not-miss event. And probably, I, I don't think I'm too far off to say that Comic-Con is the largest downtown locals event every year. Yeah, it probably I, is. I, I don't think I'm too far off there. We'll be right back. have noticed what happens this time of year downtown Salt Lake City where downtown is filled with people in costume just basically having a giant party. They're on the buses, they're on the the tracks, they're on the train you know, they're walking the streets, they're in the restaurants, Mm -hmm. there's kind of everywhere and it it really (laughs) makes for an interesting time downtown. You know, we're used to the crowds of conventioneers, right? Walking around smelling like essential oils and lavender and things like that. But this is like a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. This is Comic-Con. It's Comic-Con. And uh, have you had the chance to go, Ethan? Yes, I have. I've been been a couple of times. Okay. I've had the good fortune. One year we broadcast the Nightside Project from Mm -hmm. Comic-Con. And it's, uh, yeah, it's it's a time, man. It's definitely a different type of event. Yeah. And I have to say, it's not just for people that are... Into comics or that are, you know, science freaks. <laughs> no, you're right about that. Or, you know, you're, into you're all totally the Marvel right. movies. You're you totally can right. go there and just people watch. And have fun. And have so much fun. I am I like conventions. I'm a big booth walker. So you stick me yeah. in a convention. It could be anything. It could be Comic-Con. It could be, you know, uh, home appliances. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, and I'll, just browse. I'll stop at every booth. Because mm-hmm, they all have something different. The last, yeah. when I was at Comic-Con last year, 
Um, not only do they have so many different things to see and so many people dressed in cosplay and these elaborate outfits, but they have ev- like activities too. Like they have a full um, LARPing field. And LARPing is live action role play where, yeah. and you can just sign up or watch these people. I don't even know how to describe LARPing. You're dressed as yeah. characters and you're fighting with these yeah, fake swords right. and weapons and you have different powers. That's exactly right. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a combat role play yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But you're dressed as these mystical creatures. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and as we're, Closing in on um, it's it's almost time to start you know thinking about Halloween. There's gonna be a haunted house in it, or at least there was last year. I yes. assume it'll be there again. Yeah, there's a company that comes in and sets mm-hmm. them up. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's a ton of things to look out for, and if you are interested in meeting any of the celebrities, you can go onto their onto their website, SaltLakeComicCon.com, and look at the full list of the 2017 guests. Some of their top names are Elijah Wood. Dick Van Dyke, Stephen Amell, and Val Kilmer, John Cusack, and tons more. So I love that they have Dick Van Dyke this year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that so much yeah. because when I when I grew up, uh, I was I saw so many of his movies growing up, but especially Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, that was you know. I, I, I don't it's know classic. what I don't know what he thinks his greatest role was, but. I remember Maybe. for for Bert. <laughs> the Dick Van Dyke show? <laughs> uh, yeah, but see, I, I didn't know. see that as much. I, me, I've me seen neither. a lot of the Dick Van Dyke show. Mostly because I was a fan of Mary Tyler Moore. But mm-hmm. um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Not as familiar with that. Mm. Yeah, Mary Poppins for sure stands out. But Yeah. Um, so you'll have to, if, you know, you, if you're at all interested. And another great factor of the Salt Lake Comic Con is that you yourself can dress up like a total weirdo, and that one is going to look at you. No. They're not even going to bat an eye. No, they're going to love it. Yeah. Question for you. Sure. Have you ever considered getting into costume like this for Comic-Con? Um, I have considered it, yes. What would you have done? Um, I, I have a Jessica Rabbit um, costume. So or like, a, the, like cocktail dress. Cocktail big, dress, big, the big gloves, gloves, hair all done. Okay. Um. Last year, I i mean, I was technically working, but I wore a Star Wars uh, robe. Okay, like a Jedi robe? <laughs> I wore a Jedi robe, okay. yeah. Okay, all right, so you've dabbled. I've dabbled. You've dabbled. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say you've got the time and money to uh, just do it, and you're like, you know what, this year, I'm doing it like no one's ever done it before. I'm going all in 100%. How does Taylor show up at Comic-Con? Oh. What's your genre? Are you sci-fi? Are you oh, I, Marvel? I, Are you Star I, Wars? I cross through all of them. Okay, I all cross right. through all of them. I don't know. I had a weird thought that popped in my head as the lion from Wizard of Oz, but <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. Do That's totally legit. I feel like I have to do something that has red hair. You know, use what I have. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess so. In that <laughs> sense, Jessica Rabbit makes sense. Mm-hmm. Although, although you're, it's not exactly that shade. Yeah. No. But, but. hmm. All right. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Maybe everyone should have this internal dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> right. Consider, well, what would you do? How would you How would you go? What kind of costume would it be? Mm-hmm. What would you really love? I'd do Indiana Jones. Yeah. That would be, that'd be a good one. Hat, leather jacket, cotton shirt, bag over the shoulder, <laughs> whip, cotton pants, boots. 
I could do that. Oh, easy. I, I'm my, I could Actually, I could pull together three-quarters of that costume <laughs> yeah. out of my closet. <laughs> I feel like you've worn half that outfit to work before. <laughs> I just don't have a whip or a good hat. But other than that, uh, I could do it. Well, it is Halloween season, so if you want to go, I'm sure some of the stores are putting out Halloween costumes or just hit up th- some thrift stores and figure it out. Uh, there's one other thing that I learned about this year's Comic-Con, and that is that they've, they've rolled out a new app. Oh, they have. Yeah, that helps you keep things organized. So even when you are there, mm-hmm. it helps you keep a schedule. You can book tickets even kind of last minute if they're available. If you see, oh, I've got time here and I want to go see this person or whatever. Oh, and cool. so uh, that app is good for helping you kind of keep things organized if you've got a number of things you want to mm-hmm. make sure that you that you do. Because, you know, there are autograph opportunities. Yeah, meet and, and greets. There, right, and there are shows and there are uh, yeah. panel discussions. And so if you've got a couple of those things that you're looking mm-hmm. at, their app would be really helpful for you and not just getting the tickets but also staying organized and on time while you're there. Yeah, yeah. And you can find that at Salt Lake Comic Con's website as well. Perfect. So All right. There you go. There you have it. So Salt Lake Comic Con it is this Thursday, September twenty first until Saturday, September twenty third. Go online, check them out. You don't want to miss this. Take advantage of it. And then if you want to do something else, get outdoors, then go do the salmon spawn. Go check them out. See these bright red salmon that are right in your backyard. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Get out there and enjoy your Utah.